former host of The Price is Right, Bob Barker, grew up in Springfield, Missouri, during which time he fathered dozens of children. You probably know one. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower, you are listening to Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. I'm Andy Carr. And I'm Dan Howell. Bang up job on that uh, intro. Really <laughs> nailed every portion of it. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> well, I have done it 36 times now. <laughs> I guess more like 33 because you did it a few times. Yeah, I've done it a few times. I just normally screw it up real good. <laughs> <laughs> Spring for weird. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I'm feeling uh, a little fatigued. It is Easter afternoon right now we're recording did you do anything fun for easter morning dan just huge easter egg huh? <laughs> uh woke up and my girlfriend had hidden them all over the place and, and to they, be clear those were just eggs for you to cook for well, breakfast no they were hard-boiled eggs then placed inside of the plastic <laughs> egg casing um more just a cruel joke that i have to find them all or else it will just stink like hard-boiled eggs. Sounds like your in life in general. Yeah. A cruel uh, joke. <laughs> and stinking <laughs> like hard-boiled eggs. No, no, I didn't do much this morning. Got a little late start. Mm-hmm. Had a few purple burrito tacos. Oh, nice. Um, so that's always a good start to a morning in my book. What about yourself? I woke up about 6.15 a.m. Oh, goodness, Made man. some coffee. A little late for you. <laughs> watched the second five episodes of that Hulu show, rami it's very good it's mm. new came out this weekend it's awesome watch that ran a few miles then i went and had a really great solo easter brunch at uh, cherry picker oh except it wound up not being a solo brunch because i walked over there and Lindsay was there <laughs> having lunch with one of her friends <laughs> so i sat with them for a little bit and uh, imposed myself on their conversation which that was, was nice. weird because you invited her <laughs> to brunch and she was like, no, I'm, gonna be, I'm sleeping in this morning. No, I knew <laughs> that she had plans to have brunch with someone else and the place they were going happened to be closed and they wound ah, up at Cherry Picker because right. it was close by. So I had a slice of quiche Ooh. and some biscuits and gravy. That would be a prairie pie quiche, Dan. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Did not know that that was a thing. Mm-hmm. It was that crust, but it had inside, obviously buttery eggs Mm. bacon leek and onion maybe i don't know it was awesome very good think there might have been some cheese in there any lard for certain (laughs) there was not (laughs) no pork except for the bacon yeah (laughs) it was it was a porky fairy pie (laughs) maybe that's the danny oh man (laughs) it it is now yeah oh i also have another what you eating to run through real quick if that's all right Something really cool happened this week. The Springfield Public Schools Foundation, which is a foundation that supports Springfield Public Schools, has a teacher of the year and they throw a big banquet where they announce from a you know group of five finalists who has been named teacher of the year. Oh, I do, congratulations. I'm gonna, no, 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 <laughs> no. I don't I that's not that's not me. Never gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, I like kind of I'm just not like a very sh- it's just not my deal, probably. <laughs> You're not good teacher. <laughs> <laughs> there is this band in town called uh, 
Buckle Up Baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have a song called Bad Teacher. Oh. And they have a video. And the first time I watched the video, like the singer looks in the camera and the chorus is, you're a bad teacher. <laughs> <laughs> and it just like struck me to my core. <laughs> like I listened to that or watched that video. And I was like, oh, this is, I, it made me feel very bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's about i'm pretty sure it's about like the singer's college professor they sure. have or something but it's like oh this is this really hits the imposter syndrome really hard <laughs> anyway so they have this big banquet at oasis convention center and like their restaurant fire and ice caters it sure and it's very nice it's kind of an elaborate long ceremony <laughs> and one of the teachers at my school was nominated for teacher of the year and she made it to the five finalists and she also is a listener to Spring Food Tomorrow. Oh, this congratulations. Sherry, who gave us the fruitcake. Oh, no way. <laughs> a few months ago. Awesome. She did not wind up winning, but she's a pretty amazing teacher and an amazing human being. It was really cool to get to see her up there and to be honored in that way. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So thanks, Sherry. I assume you're probably listening. It's pretty awesome that you were uh, nominated you're the teacher of the year in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and mine too, yeah. Sherry. And more importantly, <laughs> we can talk about the food at the fire and ice. <laughs> okay, so this is weird. When, when you show up, they already have desserts out on the table. It, oh. And they do like a two-course dinner with salad. Well, there's salad and there's bread and then there's like ch- a chicken thing. And all that was fine. It was even better than fine. You know what? The salad was really tasty. Sure. But you show up and the dessert's already out there. It's like a three-hour ordeal and it's like 90 minutes before they get the actual food to you. We had six people at our table. There were 10 desserts, one for every seat. Ooh, My table ate man. all the desserts. Oh. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure we ate them all before the rest of our food came. Hey, you know? <laughs> that's uh, the French way. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Is that right? Is that true? <laughs> no. Anytime you, I just <laughs> want to make up something, you just call it the French way. Yeah. They had cheesecake and they had this chocolate cake. And I think I had at least, I think I had like two thirds of each. Mm. So really tasty, fun night. The governor was there, Mike Parsons. Ooh. Got to see him speak. You know, he was, we don't necessarily agree on much of anything, to be honest. Not but former governor, Eric Greenhouse, no, who we was, are still attempting to get on the show. Right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Eric. <laughs> Just to clear some, some things up. <laughs> we can uh, talk about the bugs you eat with your giant lizard tongue. <laughs> it's not even political. He's a lizard. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's purely apolitical. <laughs> um, the man is a, a human lizard. <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel good about this. But anyway, <laughs> the government was a really compelling speaker, as you might imagine. He was very kind of a folksy, just down home Missouri guy. He seemed good. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Congrats, now, Sherry. You said it was at the Oasis. Did you get a chance to try the champagne supernova? <laughs> yeah, it's delicious. Okay. <laughs> So, we are going to be reviewing Zyka this mm. week. You are a big fan of Zyka. Yeah, spoiler alert. Mm. <laughs> Maybe it's time for you to learn something about it, you Creighton. <laughs> Eating there, not knowing anything about the place. I don't know a single thing about it. I can barely find my way there most of the time. Well, let's learn now. <laughs> Hits play. <laughs> One billion, 339 million human beings live in the country of India. The United States population is 327 million. India has about one-third the land space of the U.S. Think about that for a second. 
India, one-third the size and four times as many people. For an American, without having experienced that type of density firsthand, it has to be incomprehensible. You might assume that with so many people living in one place, a single preferred language would have emerged, but that couldn't be further from the truth. India has the second highest number of unique native languages of any country in the world, with 780, trailing only Papua New Guinea, which has 839. India has 23 official languages, the most common one being Hindi, which is spoken by only 528 million people, about one-third of the population. At least 30 of those 780 Indian languages are spoken by over a million people. One of those 30 is Punjabi, the 11th most common language with 33 million speakers. Punjabi is the language of a massive ethnic group of the same name, people from an area of South Asia encompassing Northwest India and Eastern Pakistan. In fact, Punjabi is the most popular language in Pakistan. I'm telling you all this because the owners of Zaika, the downtown Indian restaurant in Springfield, have said in interviews that the word Zaika translates in Punjabi to taste or flavor. I tried to confirm this and was surprised to find that most online resources don't list Zaika as a word in Punjabi or Hindi. However, keeping in mind I'm a dumb American with no idea what I'm doing, it does look like Zaika originated as a word in another language called Urdu, and it means level of sapidity. And sapidity means, basically, tastiness. Here's the thing though, Hindi and Urdu are mutually intelligible languages, save for some specialized slang-like vocabulary, including the word Zaika. Well, regardless the actual origin, Zaika is a cool name for a restaurant. Zaika Indian Cuisine in downtown Springfield is a partnership between Devinder Singh, his wife Gurpreet Kaur, and her father, Mohinder Singh. Here's another fun language fact. In many Indian languages, names are gendered. Singh and Kaur are the same name, just the male and female variants. They actually mean prince and princess. So yes, this means Gurpreet married a man who shared her maiden name. It's a very common name. In America, this would be like two people with the name Smith getting married. Anyway, Gurpreet's father, Mohinder Singh, had previously run an Indian restaurant in Palo Alto, California, a restaurant frequented by Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg. That didn't happen. I made it up. I mean, he might have eaten there. I don't know. Actually, no, he definitely didn't because Zuckerberg didn't move to Palo Alto until 2004. And by that time, Mohinder Singh had already moved his family to Springfield and opened up a Village Mart gas station on West Kearney, which also featured an Indian grocery store called India's Spice Shop. That was in mid-2004. In the summer of 2007, in that same Village Mart building, Singh opened up Taste of India, his first attempt at bringing his native cuisine to the Ozarks. It didn't really take, though. Turns out far northwest Springfield wasn't too keen on Indian food. At least, not back then. From the very beginning, Mohinder's target demographic was college students. Back in the Taste of India days, he would lament that students would venture up to the Village Mart and Spice Shop for groceries, but rarely try the attached restaurant. 
And so Mohinder closed it after a little while and didn't try another restaurant until about a decade later. After his daughter Gurpreet had married a seasoned cook named Davinder Singh, and the three decided together to start a student-focused Indian restaurant, this time a little closer to where students lived. The trio opened Zyka on November 2nd, 2016, after searching for many months for the perfect location, which they found in the downtown space on Jefferson, previously occupied by Coyote's Adobe and Millie's Cafe. In fact, the Singh family rents from previously established spring food hero David Bauer. The family totally renovated and redecorated the space, pouring about $100,000 into the project determined to provide Southwest Missouri with as authentic as possible an Indian dining experience. Moinder even traveled to India to purchase real deal dishware. And now, because I'm out of information to share with you, it's time to see if the Indian food served on that authentic Indian dishware has the taste, the flavor, the zyka that Dan and I so desire. Got deep in the weeds on that one. Real deep. I didn't even mean to. I was just looking up a few things about India, mostly trying to figure out the actual meaning of that word and just discovered all that information about the population. I knew that it was a densely populated area, but I don't think I totally comprehended the extent to which it is dense. Yeah, all that information about the different spoken languages was oh my gosh. very interesting. Imagine that is insane. trying to get anything done diplomatically just within that country. I, I imagine like... <laughs> you can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Imagine all the people. So tell me a little bit about your history with Zyka, Dan. You're a big fan. This has been on our list of places to cover since uh, before we even started doing the podcast. Andy, I go way back with Zyka. <laughs> I go pre-doors opening. Whoa. That's right. In fact, at one point, I could have told you that Zyka meant taste. Uh-huh. Because I got it straight from the horse's mouth. <laughs> it's, wait, I didn't realize these people were horses. <laughs> I used to work with Gurpreet. She actually left my place of employment to go open the restaurant. Nice. So there was a lot of a uh, kind of pre-opening talk. Uh, I was very interested in it. I had kind of just recently, probably in the last few years, discovered Indian food through the few local places that we have, including a couple other places outside of town. I think I was at Zyka within the first month of it opening. Gurpreet introduced me to Devender. Very nice guy. I was unsure. If they still owned it, however, uh-huh. because I never see either of them up there. Maybe they um, don't, for all I, I know. I, the information stopped about a couple months after they opened it in 2016. I couldn't find anything dated after that. So maybe they sold it. Who yeah, knows? I, I literally never see them anymore. Also, don't appreciate you uh, <laughs> keeping this conflict of interest from me. Because now I'm going to have to change the content of my review. <laughs> Not really. I will have to couch it in this. I'm going to be talking about some negative things that happened during the experiences but i will say that i generally really like this restaurant i'd been i don't know somewhere between six and 12 times they open sure uh, Lindsay and i will go and it's a nice date spot absolutely some very very high quality food the negative experiences that i have that i'll talk about today are not normal so we'll put it that way and they're not even that negative you'll understand whenever i get to it 
Oh, I, I may already understand. <laughs> but boy, I'm excited to get into this food. Yeah, so I did make a trip to the buffet, but I think we'll save that till after we talk about our regular sit-down entree meal. So how about oh, yeah. that? You call it a sit-down entree meal. I, I was certainly sitting down, but... <laughs> on your at couch. Home, on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> this is a big call-in place mm. for me and my lovely girlfriend whenever we're feeling... A little step above anytime we're wanting something a little higher quality maybe we're wanting to have a little date indoors you guys are just getting tired of eating canned cat food <laughs> yes yes once we're tired of in front eating. of in front of <laughs> episodes of home improvement you're just <laughs> smashing on a wednesday we're night watching reruns of home improvement <laughs> yes man you really have us pegged down <laughs> um yeah, whenever we're tired of that. He thinks the older brother's the best. <laughs> whenever we want to put on something classy, like, say, a movie like uh, The Santa Claus <laughs> or The Santa Claus 2 or maybe The Santa Claus 3. David Mamet's Red Belt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then we'll, you know, normally I order some Zyka. And we have plenty of things that we kind of cycle in between there. I didn't get too outside the bounds today. Do you have something that you normally get there? Not really. I do really like the buffet. Lindsay and I have done mm. that uh, at least a couple times, and that's kind of a favorite. I at Indian places, I generally favor the korma because it's a very sure. nutty dish. Sometimes places will have peanuts. Sometimes it's other nuts. I believe here it's cashew and almonds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the korma is generally what I go for of some type: chicken, lamb, vegetables. Good. Did you get that this time? Oh, I did. <laughs> so you walk in there. You'll notice the overall color of the interior is like a dark, sandy orange. There's textured walls and exposed brick on the south side. It's really cool. It's got kind of a real yep. downtown vibe. It's nice. The main dining area is split by a half wall. And that means like it goes halfway up from the ground and then stops. Yep. And there's some plants that hang from the top in the openings. There's a lot of really cool tapestries, stuff like that on the wall. I wish I knew more about Indian culture so I could pinpoint the origins of all that stuff. There are a lot of golden elephants in there. The sculptures, yeah. the beads hanging on them. Some like uh, hanging crystal fixtures from the ceiling mm -hmm. that the light kind of hits. I've always found those very interesting. Yeah. It's just a very nice place to be in. The, yep. There's, you know, one side has a lot of windows, so there's some good natural light coming in there. And at night, it's kind of low light, which is cool. Mm -hmm. It's very romantic. Yes. Mm -hmm. Take your sweetie. You know what you do there with the sweetie. I know I said I normally call in, but I have certainly had a few date nights at a Zyka. And let me tell you, they went pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> your girlfriend of many years was impressed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I tried to order a beer called the Maharaja, which is an Indian beer, obviously, but they were out. My server offered another beer called the Flying Tiger instead. This was like a watered-down Bud Light. Ooh. Consider that for a moment. <laughs> mm, okay. Drinkable, but just so bland. Oh. Just unbelievably <laughs> tasteless. Uh, I got over that pretty quickly, but then I was frustrated all over again when the check came, and it turned out that Flying Tiger had cost twice the price of the Maharaja, <laughs> a whopping six fifty for one of the worst beers I've had in a long time. Such a bold name, too. Yeah. It's a bummer. It was like a house cat to me. <laughs> More like a kind of lobbed house cat <laughs> lobbed yeah you know oh, just like kind flying. of a short arc <laughs> like, uh, gotcha. kids softball so, yeah so that was okay i sipped it i definitely sure. didn't finish it you're gonna get bit by a bad beer every once in a while yeah yeah you take a risk it's fine 
I ordered what I thought would be an insane, massive feast. I got two entrees, mm. Dan, because I wanted to, you know, have That's a little wild. variety. I got the tandoori mixed grill and an order of chicken korma. Obviously. The tandoori mixed grill. Okay. A tandoori is a clay oven. Yes. They function basically like a barbecue grill or a smoker using wood fire or charcoal. And the meat cooks on the skewers above the flames. It's like a cylindrical, like a, if you picture a clay pot, it's kind of similar to that, but much bigger. It might go up, you know, just past your waist. There are indoor tandoors, but they aren't made of clay. They're made of metal. I'm guessing that's what Zyka probably uses, especially considering that their menu doesn't mention the clay aspect hmm. of it at all. But who knows? I, that's, I'm sure. just, just speculating. They cook tandoori dishes to order at Zyka, and they come out hot and steaming on a pan like fajitas at a Mexican restaurant with the meat on top of onions and peppers. It just looks and yeah. sounds awesome when it shows up have you had that before absolutely the look is like i mean i, I don't even want to say 50 percent of it because it is so delicious yeah. but not only the sizzling on like the big black cast iron pan mm-hmm. but the bright red chicken oh yeah oh my goodness it's get beautiful it, Andy, please yes yeah it's cra- it's crazy he's right about the chicken it is bright red my order also came with lamb and shrimp and the chicken and lamb tasted just as good as they looked the chicken was on the bone and it's tender and juicy, and the skin had this intense array of flavors from yeah. the spices. I don't know what they spice it with, but it's got to be you know a variety or a mix that they have really nailed. Yeah. The only thing I know is that in Indian food, uh, the spices are often toasted. Mm. Generally, the chicken and different meats are put in a yogurt with all oh. the spices to marinate. Nice. A lot, of, a lot of use of yogurt. Yeah. The lamb... Had a little bit more chew to it and had a totally different spice profile than the chicken, but equally as good and equally as intense. It's difficult to describe those flavors, but they are savory and they're bold and they're strong. They're not hot. I just keep saying intense. Like they're just very strong flavors. Yeah, I struggled with this leading up to our review with how stupid I'm going to sound in particular (laughs) this week. As listeners may know, I don't have the best way of words. And then once you get into the very complex flavors of like Indian food, you yeah. literally can't describe. We a just lot like of this the stuff. vocabulary. Yeah. The flavor is just so different from other things you experience. Very tasty. Would order again. However, I do have one gripe. Mm. They gave me one shrimp <laughs> and it wasn't even a big one. It was just one little shrimp. I don't know if that's normal, <laughs> but I was disappointed. Like, I was expecting Ooh. somewhere between two to four, maybe more. Yeah. And one. One. I thought they'd yeah. messed it up. That was doubly frustrating again at the end of the meal because they charged me for one that had fish as well. Like they charged <laughs> me for the next tier up. They were very nice about sure. fixing it. He was like, oh, sorry about that. You know, it wasn't any big deal. But what did you order? What's What was one of the things you and Dime Piece tried, Dan? The Dime Piece and I have had a lot of different things off this menu. We kind of wanted to branch out this week, but we still went with things that we have had before, just stuff that we haven't had in a long time. We got the chicken 65, which is tandoori chicken um, diced into smaller chunks. I noticed that on the menu because mm-hmm. they emphasize, oh, it's like a special blend of spices. There's a few 
items on the menu the chicken 65 as well as the chili chicken that we would order a lot and are sort of interchangeable for me they both have kind of a higher heat level Mm. the chili chicken is a little saucier Ah. the chicken 65 is kind of served in its own oil it doesn't have a nice creamy sauce like most of their other dishes do i always order this one at a mild if i know it's like a spicy dish i typically just ask them for the lowest level of spice do they do as you ask yeah this one was not too bad even whenever i step up to medium here it is usually more than i'm expecting did was Mm. there a heat level offered on the i guess probably not on the tandoori chicken no there was not on the tandoori all right all right we will we will get into it i absolutely love the chicken 65 even more than chickens one through 64 yes i would say that the chicken 65 easily beats one through 64 but not that route 66 chicken baby (laughs) and this is another one that is cooked with a spiced yogurt i guess it's probably also marinated in a spiced yogurt so good (laughs) the peppers that it's served in are very spicy i'm not sure what type of peppers they are but man is it a good spice nice My other entree was the chicken korma. And let me just say that these entrees are not huge. I did take some of it home, but as soon as I got home, I finished off the chicken korma. Because it wasn't, it was like one meal's worth of food, weirdly. Chicken korma, I told my server to make it extra spicy. He asked, how spicy do I like it? I said, pretty spicy. He said, I'll bring you medium. (laughs) I said, nah, I like it pretty spicy. And he said, no, I'll bring you medium. (laughs) That's uh, mildly irritating in and of itself, but I get it, especially in Springfield. Get a bunch of macho dudes in there, you know, ordering spicy stuff and sending it back because it's too hot or hurting themselves because they're too proud to send it back. And you are a very macho presenting dude. (laughs) I'm a little bit of a proud boy. (laughs) God. That could not be further from the truth. In either way, you could take that phrase. Yeah, n- no, no reading of that <laughs> phrase is true. <laughs> so I just decided to trust my server and let whatever happened happen. When the chicken korma showed up, it was not spicy. Like, not even really? a little bit spicy. It was very good. I quite enjoyed the chicken korma, but it wasn't even a little bit hot. And that was annoying. It's not even an, an ego thing with me. I don't I don't care at all if you call it medium and it burns me. That's cool. That's what I'm looking for. Sure. But I told the dude exactly what I wanted. I told him I wanted it spicy, and he brought me something very different. That's cold, literally. Uh, yeah. But anyway, just setting that aside, that de- those details about the incorrect spice level, the chicken korma tasted great. It has a yellowish tint. It's thick and creamy with a nutty, savory flavor, and the chicken's just perfectly cooked. It's hot. It's tender. On top are some shaved almonds for texture. I liked it a lot. I would order it again in the exact same state. It was delicious. But if I order it spicy, make it spicy. To be clear, Zyka is not the only place that does this to me. Babao did it to me recently, mm-hmm. too. That's a place where I know they've seen me gorge myself an extra <laughs> spicy chicken before. So I guess I don't know. That's really just wild to me that the medium didn't have any kind of spice. It is definitely frustrating that... He would not accept your plea yeah. for a spicier level. I, I don't um, think it was medium even. I think he gave me the mild 
Yeah, that that, that is may have been an accident. Truly wild to me. The, their medium usually just kind of knocks me off my feet. I couldn't imagine going higher than that. Yeah, but I know that you are a little hot boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got your little short shorts yeah. that say "hot boy" on hot them. Boys. <laughs> that you always wear to the record. <laughs> hot and proud. <laughs> So I did make a trip to the buffet, and I know you meant to, Dan, but you didn't make it over there this this Easter morning. No, but I have been many, many times, and seeing as I obviously lack the words for most <laughs> all the food here, it's all probably right. not necessary that I bog myself down with more. I have a lot to say about the buffet, Lay and I'm going to try that. to make it quick, okay? It. I went on a weekday for lunch because I had a meeting out of school and mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to do that and I brought my little work laptop with me. So I was sitting there <laughs> typing my notes, which was great. I wish Tip I could tap. do that everywhere oh, yeah. instead of just thumbing frantically into my phone while I chew. I know. I'm so annoying. <laughs> so salad. There were three Indian salad options. I chose one that looked like a kind of Indian version of a Caesar lettuce tossed in a heavy fatty dressing, but uh, it had a lot more flavor than a Caesar. Like, and I really liked it. It had a really, it was really impressive for a buffet salad. The naan, they had one type of naan, which is a little disappointing. Uh-huh. For anybody who doesn't know, that's like Indian bread. Also cooked in a tandoori grill. Mm-hmm. I believe you stick it to the side and kind of let it puff up. Yep. It's delicious. It's stuck bread. You know, they <laughs> The outer layer is dense and chewy. The inside is fluffy. The edges had a slight burntness, which mm-hmm. gave it this wonderful crispness on the outside. The standard Zyka Naan has a general flowery, buttery flavor. It's great for dipping. I've had a lot of their Naan options as well. Usually, Lindsay and I will get some Naan to go along sure. with our entrees. Love the garlic. I think the garlic is probably my favorite one. Yeah. Veggie pakoras. Ooh. Pakora. Some is of usually, my favorites. Oh, yeah. Pakora is usually a few vegetables chopped up, mixed together, split into clumps, dipped in batter, and deep fried. The result is almost like a mini savory pancake. No two pakoras look alike. You have pieces jutting out every which way. The Zeka veggie pakoras are made with spinach, onion, and potato, and they are fantastic. Yes. You can eat them in one bite, though I usually do two bites. There's a huge crunch, and there's so much flavor. Seasoned in such a way that the taste changes dramatically the longer you chew. They get spicier. I don't know if that's been your experience, Dan, but I find that to be the case with many of these dishes. The heat would increase over the course of a single bite. Did you get any cauliflower ones? I don't think I did that. They also have some cauliflower and broccoli ones, very similar to the potato battered ones. Ah, okay. But very good. Maybe, maybe I did. I got what I thought was labeled balacata, but it looked like a hush puppy. Hmm. Round, deep fried, but more dense, light, and consistent than a hush puppy. Also not corny as much as flowery. It was a deep yellow, and the inside was soft, almost to the point of being mushy, but not quite. Really lovely little appetizer. Wish I knew for sure what they were called so I could order them confidently. I don't think I've ever had that one. I really do love the pakoras. That chickpea batter really just incorporates itself in like little layers of spinach and it's it's so good. Yeah. Normally, whenever I order from them, I will just ask for onion bajia which is just the onion portion oh. of the pakoras. Surely you've had these. They're just like little balls of onion yeah do you order like three packs of mentos to go with it <laughs> the reason i don't order the mixed pakora normally is because if you order it straight from the menu 
you get a total of one of each. That sounds about in right. Your pack. Yes, it's it's a definite problem. They're skimping mm-hmm. on a few things. Hmm. 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 <laughs> I'll just do that for 10 minutes hmm. and lose every listener. <laughs> so I actually went to the buffet first. So I'm reviewing my first trip second here. I did try some tandoori chicken. I got a drumstick. It had a lot of fat. Oh, really? So much that it was hard to eat around. There's maybe one bite's worth of actual meat there, which is not something I'd ever experienced before with a drumstick. However, that outer layer was crispy and somewhat flavorful. Like it was definitely not like the regular entree order. It was a, had a mm. little bit weaker flavor. Inside, the parts I could eat were delicious and juicy. Still, mostly due to the fattiness, the tandoori chicken was my least favorite of everything I tried. Really? Yeah, that's wild. We got to talk chutneys, Dan. Lay the chutneys on me, Andy. Anytime you go there, they will bring you three chutneys and these kind of crispy. They're not exactly chips. They're too big to be chips. So they basically function like chips at a Mexican restaurant, like chips and salsa. I believe those might have been pompadom. Pompadom. Um, do they have like a cumin flavor to them? Eh, not really. Well, pompadom is a thin, crispy cumin wafer. So <laughs> there you go. Then they definitely Had some did. Of that too. It was really good. <laughs> There's a mint chutney, there's a tamarind chutney, and one that's just like chopped peppers or something like that. I believe it's a chopped pickled onions of some sort. Yeah. On the buffet, they have even more options. Got to highlight that mango chutney, Mm. which is just incredible. It's like a jelly, but with a lot more flavor and texture. The flavor just explodes. It's so awesome. I had to stop from dipping everything on my plate in the mango chutney in order to give you know each item a fair, sauceless assessment. That brings me to the entrees. Uh, I will be ranking my entrees from least to most favorite with the understanding that even my least favorite entree, I still enjoyed. How many did you have? I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll have to keep count here. I tried them all. I tried literally everything on the buffet. Probably seven items or less. Yeah. No bad food on that plate except for the tandoori drumstick. All the items involved veggies and or meat simmered in sauce and typically served and eaten with rice. And I also forgot to mention that the rice my second time around was very overcooked, like really? almost to the point of not being edible. Wow. Yeah. Maybe just having a bad night that night. It kind of sounds it could like could be. That. First, the yellow doll. My least favorite. Still tasty. It's kind of soup with yellow curry and lentils cooked with ginger and garlic. Sounds like something I'd love, except that I didn't even know it had ginger and garlic in it until I looked it up on the menu later. Meaning, not too flavorful, sure. Dan. <laughs> it had a light kick to it with a hint of mint to the flavor. It was really just a soup. If there had been some protein mixed in, I would have enjoyed it more, but there wasn't a lot to it, even if I enjoyed what yeah. flavor there was. Next, chicken tikka masala, the standard mm. Indian dish with chicken marinated in a creamy sauce made from tomatoes and yogurt and spiced with curry. I say typical. This is actually a British, British, yeah. you know, uh, imperial yeah. dish, unfortunately. I typically love this because I love imperialism, but I have <laughs> to say. You're all about it. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not true. I have to say this preparation was a little on the mild side for me. Needed a little kick. Still, the chicken and zeka is ultra high quality and cooked to just the right level. They cut it into chunks. When you bite the chunks, they quickly break apart. The Mm. texture almost immediately switches to something like pulled chicken. It's just wonderful. Even with the two mild sauce, the chicken is so good that eating it is still a 
Great pleasure. Yeah. I love the tikka masala. Probably my favorite thing mm. there. Not something I got this time, but normally we'll always get that because it can be mixed with anything else that you order mm-hmm. and it's just delightful. I really like the chicken tikka masala at London Calling. <laughs> oh, okay. Bad boy. Bad little imperial boy. It's just very good the way they have the way they put it in the pasty there. We'll we'll talk about them sometime oh we have a plan for when we're going to talk about them oh yeah it's a ways off but get excited because it's going to be a battle <laughs> next curry chicken what is that number three yeah third from the bottom <laughs> curry chicken speaking of which <laughs> speaking of which speaking of which <laughs> had more flavor than the tikka masala but still didn't have the punch i look for with this kind of dish basically it was just another mild sauce covering the wonderful chicken. The mildness of both these sauces is probably due to the buffet scenario, trying to please as many people as possible and not put anybody off. Yeah, I don't believe that they normally have anything of too much spice on mm-hmm. the buffet. Now we're getting into the stuff that I really liked and maybe even loved. Okay. Fourth from the bottom. <laughs> Eggplant Bartha. Ooh. Eggplant was very tender. Did not have that sliminess you can sometimes mm. get from eggplant. I think you could have fooled me into thinking this was a meat dish. There was a stringiness to it with onions and peas and pepper slices mixed in. It had a dark red hue. There were big mushroom chunks in there as well. The initial taste is a little sweet with a hint of cinnamon. There's also a little mint. There may have been some creamy sweet potato in there too. I can't be sure. This was very good. I've never had that. I've never even seen it oh, up there. Oh, yeah. Well, you're not reading the signs in that buffet, buddy. <laughs> I, hey, I, I'm having everything on the buffet, whether I'm reading the signs or not. Next on deck, beef vindaloo. Chunks of beef at Zyka are so tender that they just fall apart. The yes. vindaloo sauce is typically pretty spicy, but again, the buffet version had been toned down. However, this particular sauce still had a lot of flavor and a different, heartier texture than the other sauces. It was almost like a marinara mm-hmm. consistency. Nothing like that sure. taste or spice blending but just to give you an idea of what the a little heavier than some other sauces yeah for sure had a, had heat throughout each bite rather than just at the finish it was very very good i would consider ordering this as my primary entree during a dinner trip were there potatoes in that as well there may have been maybe i'm thinking of aloo not the vindaloo oh that could be i'm pretty sure vindaloo typically has potatoes sure. i know the chicken version does maybe they don't do it with the beef hmm. love those potatoes next the veggie korma korma my favorite generally which is quite yellow oh yes rather than chicken chicken being the only component Mm. of the chicken korma that i had earlier this has peas carrots onions and broccoli in the thick creamy nutty sauce and which and has that savory profile comparable to a peanut sauce but not nearly as distinctly nutty often they're a little bitter and weird tasting not this one it was packed with flavor smooth creamy nutty all the stuff i said before i had a little blast of heat to the finish that i just loved it was so great. So great I didn't need any protein in it to make me happy. Buddy, I was happy. That kind of explains why I was so disappointed with there not being any spice to the korma that sure. I got later. Because even this buffet version, this kind of toned down, you know, ostensibly version, had some heat to it. So sound like a real korma chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> That's so obvious. <laughs> I didn't even think of it. I'm ashamed. <laughs> My favorite thing that I tried, Dan, from this buffet was tofu sweet 
Lemon. Wow. Would never have guessed it would have been my favorite. Never. The tofu had this great meaty texture with a little crunch to the outer layer. This was not a sauce dish, but something more like a stir fry where you have to fork all the components separately. The glazing on the tofu was sweet and just, oh, so good. Reminded me almost of orange chicken. It didn't have an orange flavor. It was Mm -hmm. a lemon flavor, but it had that sticky candy coating. Mm. Mixing it with the slices of onions and peppers added this variety of texture and had a bit of heat to it. It was just truly great. That sounds fantastic. I had no clue that they even had tofu dishes. My favorite entree overall my second favorite item I tasted just behind that mango chutney. Wow. I went back, made another trip back to the buffet, even though my time was winding down. I'm a slow eater, as you know, and I only had an hour. Mm-hmm. I had about 10 minutes to get back to uh, the building where I had the meeting. I got some veggie korma, part two. Sweet lemon tofu. P- tofu. Sweet lemon tofu, part two. You're a bad tofu. <laughs> Peck. Mm-hmm. Another pecora. <laughs> a small piece of naan. And a rice pudding. Ooh, yes. I am proud to say that I did not overeat, which I know sounds crazy considering all I listed off. Yeah. I got small portions of everything. Sure. I underdid it, Dan. I was hungry two hours later. Really? You believe this? I went to a buffet, and I was hungry two hours afterwards. <laughs> Man, Andy, that, that is never the experience for me at the Zion yeah. Buffet. I did exercise before going into work and also did not eat breakfast, so that may have been part of it. Wow. Let's talk about that rice pudding. It's fine. I have read that rice pudding is a common dish in India because it helps to soothe the burn from spicy sure. dishes. Okay. Wish I'd had some of those. <laughs> anyway, it's cold, mild, it's slightly sweet, kind of kind of a sweet cream over rice. It's fine. I think if I'd had something spicy, I would have loved it. Mm-hmm. Would have loved to have ended the meal with that for sure. I don't really love rice pudding, so yeah. Does I anyone? think I've had it before, but yeah, not a fan. Yeah. So should we rate this place? Andy, I've got one more thing that I got. Oh. One more thing. And this is quite possibly my favorite thing. I know I said the tikka masala is. But Andy, may I present to you the Malai kofta. Cheese and vegetable balls. So I'm talking paneer cheese. Something we didn't talk anything about. Any paneer on the buffet? I do not believe so. What a shame paneer just little uh cubes of i've heard it compared to like almost ricotta cheese mm-hmm. but more pressed into a cube wrapped in a vegetable mix mm. to make a little meatball meatless ball in a blend of sauce with a touch of cream served of course with butsmani rice andy mm-hmm. the batter around the paneer melts in your mouth oh. there are often little shavings of almonds in there you get a little crunch in there this is so good and it has a lot lighter sauce than most of them no uh-huh. uh, orange or red in there more like a creamy off-white it is so good to mix whenever you get a hotter dish nicely cuts the tension of that heat i would definitely recommend it I love it very much. I wish it was on their buffet, but I'm sure it's a pretty time-intensive yeah. dish. You normally only get four of those balls in an order. I really regret not trying any next time. Next time. Oh, and there will be a next time <laughs> because next week we're reviewing Zyka. 
This is difficult for me. As I said earlier, I do really like this place and have had nothing but positive experiences until the last time that I went, my second time, you know, to review it for the show. So I think I'm going to give it 3.5. Wow. Because it's not one of my favorite places. It's just a good place to go. It's real. It's up to this point, it has been reliable and I really enjoy it. But. You know, it's not something that I actively seek out. It's not like a Rama tie where I just sure. can't wait. You know, every time I finish a meal there, I can't wait for the next one. So 3.5 from me. Tentatively could raise it. Andy, I couldn't disagree with you more. This is a five-star establishment. I'm glad I'm glad it is. I'm glad you have that. I've never really had any inconsistency problems with the food. I've definitely been in there and maybe the service has been slow or uh, I've ordered medium and it's been a bit too spicy for me, but that's my fault. Yeah. Not theirs. Zyka is so consistently great. It is very expensive. They do skimp on those pakoras. Give me some poor, more pakoras. Give me some more shrimp. Give me some more heat. Yes. Give me some more. Charge me for the correct order. Don't ups- upsell me on a beer without telling me. <laughs> Listen, Andy, these are problems for other places, lower quality places. Yeah. Okay. Zyka is an establishment of such a high quality that if they want to dupe me into buying a more expensive beer than dupe away five stars <laughs> dupe, five stars dupe away dupe away please <laughs> i will say the part of this is i have a lasting loyalty to another indian oh. restaurant so that's part of where i'm coming from and i don't think it's really fair to just openly talk about the other place when we're talking about this one sure so we'll put it sure. that way you know i I think my taste in Indian dishes has sort of been defined by another restaurant that this place doesn't exactly match. So it's not their fault. Well, when you put it that way, I feel like my tastes were defined by Zyka. So it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're wrong, but. (laughs) (laughs) So let's move into a very special. I don't know why it's that special, but it's pretty special. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to do a second review today. Sometimes we like to give you all our thoughts on a new restaurants in a special segment of what you eaten what you eating what you what you eating what you eating what you eating what you what you eating what you eating what you eating what you what you eating 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 what you what you eating what you eating what you eating what you what you eating what you eating what you eating we're going to be reviewing Franks and Steins. This is a new hot dog and beer establishment uh, in the brewery district, the newly christened brewery district on the west side of downtown on Walnut. The first of many hot dog and beer establishments, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Hertz announced that they were going to open a place called Zombie Dogs <laughs> in the original Hertz location, and it just never materialized. They never followed through on it. Frank's and Steins, which opened in March of this year, 2019, is owned by John Chase, who previously operated O'Malley's Irish Pub in the building that is now the Dugout. As the name suggests, John's new venture is a gourmet hot dog bar. And as the name does not suggest, the bar is movie themed. Absolutely. So why don't you give me your first impressions walking in, Dan? It's a nice little spot in there, you know. 
I ordered online. Very impressed mm-hmm. that their online ordering system was already up and running. Yeah. Love an online ordering system. <laughs> uh, I think my spinoff to Spring Food Mo will probably just be a podcast about <laughs> who has the best online ordering systems. Looking at you guys, Druffs, uh, every time I order, it says not secure. So I, uh, <laughs> I really just jeopardize my credit card information like once wow. a week now for that cornbread crumble. But that's fine. I'll risk you everything can have for it. it. Yeah, j- please take it. We're just going to post Dan's credit card <laughs> on the Instagram. <laughs> Here it is. (laughs) Probably wouldn't be the first time. Andy, I thought it was pretty cool in there. Nice black and white everywhere. Didn't get a big impression of it. Uh, Yeah. It was kind of in and out of there real quick. Feels new and clean. Yes. Almost sterile, bluish gray, kind of an industrial vibe. They're pitching it as a movie-themed place, and maybe they'll do more with the decor later, but right now the walls are kind of bare. The movie-related aspect is only in the names of the items on the menu sure. so far. I, I kind of expected there to be posters on the wall or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's like I've got a Goodfellas poster at home if they want it. <laughs> Reach out to me, guys. What'd you order? Andy, I had the Gulp Fiction. It's first on the menu. It's pretty basic as far as wacky hot dogs go. All beef dog topped with cheddar, onions, and pickles. Man. Let me say, Andy, that's a fat dog. <laughs> Did you get the big one? There's three this different sizes. A fat dog. I got the jumbo. I didn't yeah. go with the blockbuster. You have the option of regular jumbo or blockbuster. And you know what? Let's go ahead and get a fun cheeky name for regular too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> matinee and even jumbo. I feel like that could be more movie related. Mm-hmm. Hit us up, Frankenstein's, if you want to pay us for any of this advice. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it Frankenstein's? <laughs> Uh, hit us up, Frankie Steens. <laughs> <laughs> Franklin Springsteen. <laughs> yeah, it was a delicious dog, Andy. Uh, real thick. The bun was nice and soft. The cheddar was adequately melted. You know I love some pickles on mm-hmm. my dog. I ordered the Jumbo or Half Pound Big Grabowski. Ooh. This is their chili dog with onions, cheese, and jalapeno. I also got some garlic parmesan taters, as it says mm. in the menu, and some onion rings. Uh, this is a lot of food. Yeah. <laughs> the coney was tasty. A thick bun, huge dog, lots of chili, thick slices of jalapenos. Had only a little kick to it, spice-wise, but I was still into it. Only eight bucks for the dog and a side. Not bad at not all. Not bad at all. I expected the taters to be tater tots, and I was a little disappointed to find that they were small chopped up fries which is interesting. Got to say, they didn't taste bad or anything. They didn't really, you know, conform to my fry preferences. They were soft fries, and the seasoning didn't do a whole lot for me. I'd been expecting, like, loaded tater tots with lots of actual Parmesan and garlic on the top, and what I got was some small chopped-up fries with seasoning from a shaker. Mm. Uh, I might like it more next time knowing what's coming. I also tried the onion rings. They were light. They were beer-battered. They were fine. Pretty standard bar onion rings. Nothing I'd go out of my way for, but not off-putting in any way. I really like that hot dog, though. Yeah. You know, a hot dog is not my favorite thing to order, but I went to the hot dog place, and I got the chili dog, and it was sure. very tasty chili. I had to eat it with a fork, which I feel like is Good important yeah. with a chili dog. If I can hold it in my hand, you're doing it wrong, and Franks and Signs is doing it right. Mm-hmm. I like this place. I worry about them a little bit since they're a little far off from the main downtown area. I think they could be a really nice spot for college kids. I hope college kids will find it. Um, 
They need some metal silverware. <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> kind of hard to eat with the small sure. plastic. Uh, I wish that they would give you more napkins by default. Mm. I got one napkin, <laughs> one little tiny napkin with my chili dog. And look, I'm messy when I eat. <laughs> and this is a particularly messy dish. And um, my server, who was very, very nice, by the way, um, she just came up and talked to me, talked a little bit. She told me, you know, I, it was a conversation. Sure. How does work? Yes. You ask each other questions and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, She was really cool, you know, <laughs> finishing out uh, the last semester of college, that kind of thing. I knew I knew I recognized her from somewhere, and it turned out she had previously worked at Ebbets Fields. So that's how we kind of started started talking. Hear nothing but horror stories from people who work at that Ooh, place. Yes. Nothing but horror sure stories. We'll going, that someday. going decades back. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's baseball season. Might be the time. <laughs> Anyway, so the music was very funny. There was a Pearl Jam song, then a Nirvana song, and then Mambo Number no. 5. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure what channel that was. And later, they just started playing the first Pearl Jam, Jam album cool. from start to finish. Yes, I do you, love it. Do you know that I love Pearl Jam? Oh, yeah, like, for sure. They have like 15 albums, and I've heard them all, and I have my like ranked list and everything that I change every you know three to six months. They're so good. That's one of my brother's so absolute favorite bands. Um, of course, I knew you liked Pearl Jam. I have seen your face and uh, <laughs> know about all the other music you like. So obviously, you love Pearl Jam. Uh, but well, yeah, no. Wait, I look like a person who likes Pearl Jam? Yes. That's very <laughs> in, interesting. In your frightened rabbit shirt. I actually, <laughs> actually just bought some like bright light blue Levi's, which is my first light pair of jeans mm. since... Probably I was a child, and I f- feel so weird wearing them. Like sure. I feel like I look like a person who likes Pearl Jam, whereas before I feel like <laughs> no one would have ever guessed that about me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think uh, I think you wear it a little more than yeah. <laughs> you may think. Uh, Do I? Yeah. Oh <laughs> man, that's bad. <laughs> See, that's the thing. It's like I feel like Pearl Jam is a band that's somewhat misunderstood. Like people mostly know them for their first two albums that have a very distinct sound, but they were this very experimental band with a strong set of ethics and like really just decided they didn't necessarily want to be the biggest band in the world and they just wanted like their very own they wanted a devout fan base and then they did that but then that fan base grew and grew and grew and now like they're still one of the biggest bands in the world even like their fans are just hardcore you know and eddie vetter literally just drinks a bottle of wine before he gets (laughs) on stage and decides the set list that night i want to see them so badly yeah they do when I got into them, which was like five or six years ago, was the last time that they toured. And they they, they, they play dates still, you know, sure. but it's usually like New York, Chicago, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they haven't gotten on a real tour since I got into them. Which yeah. Is My brother saw them twice on that tour, I yeah. think, in Oklahoma and Dallas. Big fan. And uh, yeah, let's just say that you do look like someone <sighs> who would love to explain to me why yield is good. <laughs> you should not have done that. <laughs> <laughs> no you want to know my biggest take my my, my craziest pearl jam take? please best album backspacer really that's the best pearl jam album huh, okay. oh yeah it's yep. so awesome it's a pop album it's so good i mean uh, me and everybody else would disagree with you i'm sure that it's is fine. Not, there's other people that really like that album i mean you I, I don't need to start counting hits. How off did of this verses. happen? <laughs> I think we can both recommend that people check out Frankenstein's. If a hot dog and beer place sounds good to you, I had a beer, but now I, I forgot to write it down on my notes. I did this two weeks ago, so I forgot what I got. But they they have a pretty good selection. Yeah, it's tap. been a while since I went there too. So mm-hmm. 
a couple weeks ago, we talked about having a guest from out of town who has to be on the show. And this was sort of a contingency plan. We were thinking we might do this as a bonus if that we could accommodate that person. And <laughs> that person just kind of bailed out on us. So. didn't happen. <laughs> you know, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> so we've got one more segment planned today. It's, we put it off last week. You know, something happened and we weren't able to do it. So this is, we've been really looking forward to this as one of our absolute favorite uh, segments we've ever done. What is that? Hey, hang on. Hang on, guys. Greetings, citizens. Is this the Springfield Mo podcast? Uh, yeah. Um, I noticed your Oakleys. Are you a cop or something? I am an officer, not of the word of law, but of the law of words. Uh, come again now? I am an officer, not of the word of law, but of the law of words. Ah, uh, yes. Thank you. Uh, that still was not very helpful. I'm from the pun police, Dan, <laughs> to investigate reports of illegal promotion of a certain entendre-denominated wiener peddler. Uh, did you just say wiener peddler? <laughs> you reviewed uh, Frankenstein's. The name is a pun, and you're under arrest. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Uh, I mean, alive's good with yeah, me. Yeah, alive feels like the right choice for us. Can, can I ask you first, though? Uh, can we see some ID, some identification? I know what ID stands for, criminal. I could have meant like the id, Sigmund Freud, the pleasure principle, and all that. Yeah, that seems like a very realistic misunderstanding in this situation. Please just look at my badge. Oh, yeah, thanks. Uh, name is D-O-W-N-E. You're Officer Down? <laughs> You're the pun police and your name is A... Was my father's name. If he'd have known he was naming me a crime, he'd have named me something else. Seems like a bit of a cop-out to me. <laughs> Enough! You're only adding more charges to your case. Here, I'm I'm cuffing you. Now get in the cab. Oh, oh. Hey, uh, Officer Down, could we stop by Supreme Bakery on the way? Yeah, I'm, I'm starving. No! Well, I'm actually, that, that does sound like a good idea. You know, I really figured the commissary would be not not as good as it is. I kind of like the piece. Yeah, actually, I had some. Uh, another guy showed me how to make some almond chips earlier. What? You just crunch them up, pour the packet of seasoning in there. They're pretty good. Where did you get that? I mean, you can get a lot of things with a carton of cigarettes. <laughs> How'd you get those? <laughs> you can get a lot of things with... The sale of your hair. <laughs> I, th I thought prison was going to be bad. I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> we had some roast chicken the other day, and it was fine. I give prison 3.5 <laughs> jails. I don't know. So you're giving prison the same amount of <laughs> jails as you would give Psycho? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I guess I'll give it five. <laughs> Order. Order. This is the Honorable Judge Fudge <laughs> resigning over the 13th Precinct District County Clerk's Judge Court in the case against the Spring Food Mo Food Males against the state of Foodzuri. 
That's hey, that's us. That's where that's us. Judge. Uh, that would be yeah. us. Yeah. Y'all don't seem to be taking these proceedings very seriously. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I thought this was like a joke. I mean, pun police isn't a real thing, right? You are charged with the very serious crimes of both double and single entendres. How do you plead? Well, I've I guess I've made a few of those on our Guilty. show. Guilty. What? I um I I don't remember ever doing anything like that. Oh, is that right, Mr. Howell? I seem to remember earlier this very record you making a snotty little quip about a Korma Chameleon in reference to the Culture Club song Karma Chameleon. Uh, yes, I, I honest, I do remember that, um, but I don't know that I knew it was a pun at the time, Your Honor. Ignorance of the law is no excuse. Guilty and guilty. Bailiff, please take these boys. Where, where we go? What's our sentence? Order, order. I'd like to order some food, please. <laughs> Court oh, is adjourned. <laughs> oh, and by the way, the sentence is death by electrical chair. Effective immediately. Wait, what? Bailiff, please take them to their chair. We just made puns. That doesn't seem like due process. It's electric unfair. Are we going to sit in the same chair? Wait, uh- let go of my arms! They're strapping us down. I don't know. I don't know about this, Andy. We, we might be in some real trouble this time. What would the people at Ramatai think <laughs> when I don't come in anymore? Uh, I mean, I don't know that we need to talk about that right now. They'll probably be pretty grateful. What about our last meal? This could have been a whole thing that we did. Oh yeah, this could have been such a funny bit. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. And if you'd like to support our podcast, guess what? You can. Visit support.springfoodpod.com. That's support.springfoodpod.com. Thanks for the money. (laughs) Spring Food Media.